Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today, we're starting a two-part series about a quality that Montessori classrooms unintentionally teach through the work, through how we interact with children, and how we encourage children to interact with one another and with their environment. Today we're specifically talking about the work children do. The greater conversation in education has changed tone and content recently. It's changed because we're changing the face of education. Individualized education is becoming more of a priority in traditional paradigms. We're preparing children not to be good factory workers as we were in the Industrial Revolution, but positive members of society contributing in a meaningful way to their community, to the world at large, and having rich, fulfilling lives. That's a lot of pressure for education, and it's a goal worthy of schools and of educating our children and our young adults. Additionally, we're instilling these skills and these practices and these habits and these academic qualities earlier and earlier and earlier. We're learning that we can't wait to introduce math with two plus two. We have to be working on math principles at an earlier age and encouraging practice with math and with understanding logic and equivalency and all of these greater math principles at an earlier and earlier age. Of course, in Montessori, we've been doing this for the last hundred years, but now it's part of the bigger education question. How do we help children be successful? Not just with academics, not just with sit still and be quiet, not just with taking orders, but as people are entering the workforce, We're seeing an emphasis on those what they call soft skills, ability to communicate, ability to have professional, respectful relationships that are collaborative instead of competitive, as well as a strong work ethic, accountability, being a self-starter. And all of these kind of come down to motivation, something we use in Montessori from the very start, is preparing things indirectly. We have direct preparation and indirect preparation. Getting something ready in a quiet, unobtrusive way so that the skill or the ability or the manual dexterity or the internal skill is ready when the child needs it, although we aren't working with it in an overt way. And the development of motivation and these soft skills that we need our new workers and our adults entering society and starting to contribute and starting to form their own life that we need them to have in order to be successful living their own life instead of protected in their family's nest or in a community type situation like a school. Sometimes this is so subtle that we don't even realize that that's a preparation we're making with the children. School 
in the Montessori setting, school is just what we do. We call it work to lend credence to what these children are doing. It's not play, although play is the work of childhood, it's been said. But we call it work to lend it authority. We respect the work that adults do, but we're not as ready to give respect to the work children do. But this work is important. And if you ask a Montessori child what they do at school all day, they work. They choose their work. And it's very important. And it's important to them. And it's important to us as they grow and become members of society and help form the future. These are all very important skills that they're forming. Leadership. Interpersonal communication. Agree to disagree. Collaboration. Helping one another as well as simply the desire to seek out a new challenge, motivation. School is just what we do. It's not what you have to do, which is a subtle difference. It's factual or it's a punishment and something to be resented. And in the Montessori setting, we're not expected to like every minute. You're not expected to be joyful of every minute that a new challenge is only going to be exciting. It's okay for there to be failure, for there to be mistakes, for there to be areas that you'd rather avoid. Perhaps you prefer math over reading. You'd rather just pretend the language area doesn't exist. I don't expect you to like every day of work. I don't expect you to like every material that I show you. But this is what we do. It's going to be comfortable. It might be uncomfortable. There's going to be trying new things, working hard at something, working at something for an extended period of time or working at something for a short amount of time. Trial and error, success and humility and failure. And all of these are a natural part of the day in a Montessori classroom. It doesn't all have to be joyful. It doesn't all have to be an eager moment of learning. This is simply what we do. And because there's no negativity, there's not the pendulum swing of, we have to make this work exciting. Because if we have to make the work exciting, if we have to make math enticing, if I have to find a reason for you to want to read, I am taking away your power of developing inner motivation, of doing this work for the work's sake, of seeking out a challenge because it's satisfying, which is different from joyful or I like it or it's exciting. It's seeking out something new. It's giving a child the opportunity to perhaps be a little disappointed that their new favorite work isn't available on the shelf, that a friend has it out and so it's not available. And that little disappointment, that's okay. And not fixing it for them, not finding something else to, to fix that moment. And so maybe there's a few seconds of boredom and that's okay too because it's a catalyst to that internal motivation. This isn't available. That's uncomfortable and that's okay. I'm disappointed. That's uncomfortable, and that's okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's uncomfortable, and that's okay. But this is what we do at school. We work. 
when you learn new things. There are disappointments or failures or great successes or overjoyful moments or breakthroughs of where you understand something and you're able to do something you've never been able to do before. And that's okay too. And we accept all of that and we move forward. School isn't something you're good or you're bad at. It's just what we do. This is what we do. We come to school Monday through Friday. We come into the classroom. We greet the adults and the children. We get to work, which is the truest representation of what we do as adults. If it's Monday through Friday, we go to work. This is what we do. There will be great moments. There will be days that you wish you could start over. That's all okay. We work hard. We learn new things. There's trial and error. There's success. There's humility and there's failure all in an adult's work day. And the same can be true in the classroom with children. All of that is fine. It's all a path forward. And the motivation comes because the child is the one driving to learn new things. We move forward based on your mastery. If this comes easily, wonderful. That's a motivation. We get to move along right away. If this is challenging, wonderful. We're going to stay with this as long as it takes. That's a motivation. You want to master these things. If we're not moving forward until you are comfortable with this skill or this new ability or this new concept, we're moving forward when you are ready, there's a strong sense of motivation because you are in charge of your own learning. You get to do this as long as you want and as long as you need. You don't have to wait it out. You don't have to wait until the unit on Greece because Rome isn't as interesting for you. You don't have to wait through biology to get to chemistry, which is where you're really excited. And in the same way, if biology isn't your favorite, we're still going to do this until this is something you've mastered because it would be unfair to take away the joy of learning something that is challenging, of learning something that is going to pave the way for something even bigger. Perhaps biology isn't your favorite, but who knows? If we just gloss over something that's simply not your favorite without a deep and thorough understanding, are you really going to appreciate zoology when we get there? Who knows? Perhaps botany is going to be your life's work and you'll be doing research in the Amazon and discovering how things work together to create cures we don't even know about yet. And if we avoid the pain of learning something new or of expecting that everything has to be your favorite or if it's not your favorite, you can avoid it, we're taking away all the possibility for big, greater learning that can happen later. This is a motivation. If you enjoy something, wonderful. We're going to do more of it. If this isn't your favorite, if this is an area that's challenging for you, that's good information too. 
for the adults in your life to help guide you forward, as well as for the child herself. Oh, you know, I really don't love penmanship, but this is a valuable thing to have. And just because it's hard doesn't mean it's bad. Just because it's hard doesn't mean doing it is a punishment or to be resented. And there will be something joyful in here. There will be something that catches me. Perhaps I like to write with this pencil instead of with pens. Or perhaps I like to practice writing my name a hundred times. And I want to be good at this. If from your earliest days, you've always had the opportunity to be good at something, if you haven't needed to move on before you were done, the idea that something is insurmountable or that you could be bad at something doesn't even cross your mind because all it takes is time, support, and that internal motivation. The environment is purposefully designed to create time and support. That's the three-hour work cycle and the guide observing and matching you with exactly what you need exactly when you need it. And the motivation comes because school is just what we do. It's not necessarily what we get to do or what we have to do. Work is what we do. This is what we do here. And you get to be in charge of how you spend your time. You are the boss of you. And there will be joyful moments and there will be challenging moments, just like in an adult's day. But this is our habit. This is our routine. And you get to choose how we're going to spend this day. Next time, we'll be talking a little bit more about motivation and how it becomes an internal quality within these children and how it impacts behavior, which is kind of amazing. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Bondec and email us with comments, questions, and suggestions at hello at bondec.org. Until next time.